live from the liquor in front poker in the rear palace and bingo parlor inside the sugar walls room it's cocktails with heather starring heather diane papaya goldenstern and me mike sutherland on today's show dear miss heather our fetish of the day i'm not going to tell you guys what these are the dating advice that heather will shit on misconceptions of dating the drink of the day which includes tequila and flaming hot Cheetos. Oh. And we read a chapter from a bad porno book over 70s porn music. Oh my God, yes. Yes. I'm excited about that edition. <laughs> I've done that over a karaoke machine once at a pool party. But bad porn over karaoke? Yeah, yeah. It, it was, I mean, it wasn't like music. It was just like loud. And then I realized much later that the neighbors could hear. I was looking up penthouse forum. Oh, oh, hold on, wait for it. Uh, Cocktails in. Oh, oh yeah. He almost <laughs> missed it. He was just so excited about the seventies porn. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> We're sorry. We apologize for papaya. We, yeah, sorry. You guys and are, his cocktails. You guys sorry, are papaya. premature ejaculating. No, no. I'm we sorry. Are. I'm sorry to papaya because. Fucking papaya. Why, why am I every week I'm a goddamn papaya? I don't know. I don't know. Why are you a papaya? Because I don't want... Every time... Okay. So the whole joke behind this is um, if you've ever watched the TV show Psych... Yes. Okay. So you have um, Sean and Gus. And every time Sean goes and introduces himself, he's Sean and this is, you know, Ramstein von Gurgelheim or whatever the fuck his name Gives is for Gus. Name. Right? So I'm like, we should do that for Joe. And I have a fucking list... Of these names that I would just make, like, you know, um, Velvet Von uh, Rosevelttenstein. Honey right? Trap, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know. But I like papaya. Yeah, but papaya is just, we it, really like papaya ascot. And I'm like, I'm going with papaya for, for the rest of, you know, like the rest of the season or whatever <laughs> we're going to do. But I just have to come up with different nicknames. And Golden Stern, I mean, one. it sounds like you would argue with a guy at an ice cream shop about a coupon while you're wearing a $10,000 Rolex. Yeah. Sounds like a gay, a gay jeweler. A gay Jew. Well, a that, gay jeweler. Well, you know, a lot of jewelers are. are How do you Jewish. get gay yeah. Jew? Papaya Golden Star. Because papaya is oh, a very okay. sassy name. That's it can be called really papaya. Sassy. It's like mango. Sassy. Mango. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to use mango because they were using mango in another podcast. So like, you use mango steen. No, I, I didn't want to use papaya mango steen. Didn't. It doesn't <laughs> roll off the papaya tongue. Papaya Golden Showering. Yeah, I could have used that. Um, uh, Papaya incestuous. Ooh, yeah. Use that. All right. Thank you. Every time, I I think we should uh, tailor your name to the show. (gasps) Good idea. So like uh, papaya. So poking her in the rear. So what would go with poking her in the rear? Papaya flaming cheeto. Papaya tequila shot. You could be. Well, you say the bingo parlor, so we could be like papaya B twelve. That's a vitamin. (laughs) B six. Oh, that's also a vitamin. Vitamin. Uh, papaya oh vitamin. five, B- papaya oh five, <laughs> papaya B five. I was I, you know the other thing is uh, uh, we could call the, the pap- uh, papaya velvet lining. Oh, that sounds bad. That sounds bad. No man, that's coordinating this. Coordinate to go. Yeah, with, you got to coordinate go, to go with the sugar walls. Oh no, no. All sounds gross. You know. Sounds dirty. Sugar walls, which is. I gotta take a shower. Isn't that a Sheila E song? Yes, it is. 
You know what it is about, right? Her vagina. That's why I said it, yes. Thank yeah. you. You didn't know that, Joe? I don't know if I... I don't even remember the song, so... I'm not going to play the song, because... Penis, yeah, penis, penis, vagina, vagina, vagina. Right. Okay. Mm. All right. Put the cookie down. Are you ready for the Dear Miss Heather of the day? Oh, God. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I recently... Dear Miss Heather, I recently found out my stepfather who just married my mother two years ago, is currently having a sexual relationship with my wife of four years behind my back. Well, it's not really behind your back if you know it. Not anymore. And has been since late summer or maybe even before that. Can you tell me what the score of the Patriots game is going to be in Super Bowl 53? That is not part of the letter. (laughs) That is not part of the damn letter. Oh, okay. Uh, I just hope both teams have fun. What? What 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 are the probabilities of a team going oh oh and sixteen in the regular season? No. <laughs> God damn sports talk. Sixteen ties? Sixteen ties. Yeah. I, I asked that. Damn, of, that's I, like Royal Flush fucking territory. Yeah. Uh, but how many games this year were had to go into overtime minus the uh minus the playoffs? How I many think games were, had to go into overtime? I don't know, but I think there were more ties this year than I've ever seen. Yeah. I mean how many how many like, how many t- games did the Cleveland Browns lose in the last second when they were tied to a field goal? Hmm. Like five or six? I don't know. So, I mean, it's possible. It's possible that, I mean, anything's possible. In Any given Sunday, right? So Any given season. What What are the chances? Anyways, I just really don't like sports. I don't care. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Why are you fucking bringing it up? He does, he does that on cocktails purpose. cocktails with Heather and you bring up the Just Patriots. like my bosses do. They talk about it on purpose. I, I brought it up on purpose because it's my job right now until <laughs> until until Super Bowl Sunday to remind you both that the New England Patriots are playing again. in the fucking Super Bowl. Uh, again. Oh, uh, again. Oh, well, next, why don't we talk about TPS reports? Um, hey, hey, Joe. Many moons ago, <laughs> when Buffalo still roamed this land. Um, four, four fucking Super Bowls in a row. The, uh, the Patriots hadn't been to a Super Bowl. I don't. I don't know when. I don't know statistics. I just know that it 1986. was 1986. It was a year. Okay, so so the next one that they went into after that. To 1997. That sounds accurate. Oh, That's Drew a good Bledsoe, year. Oh, right. So that year. I think so. Yeah. That year, our brother, because they finally got into the Super Bowl, said, "If the Patriots win the Super Bowl, I'm going to run down the street naked." Did he? And I said, "You're on." So we're watching the Super Bowl. And as they were still winning and we get further and further into the game, it starts going, well, I'll run around in my underwear. <laughs> then a little bit further. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll run down off. without my shirt on. <laughs> and then it was, well, I'll run around in the backyard. <laughs> like it just kept going further and further. They were still scoring really high. He was so sure that they weren't going to win. He was like, yeah, it's going to be so awesome. And then he was like, really had to sit down and consider yeah, it wasn't naked a, in the street. It wasn't a high scoring game. They won by a field goal. It was like twenty to seventeen or some shit. Like yeah, he was. But as we got closer and closer, like they weren't that far behind. It was like it went from naked down the street to like maybe I'll run around the backyard without my shirt on. Not the same. Yeah, he so still owed me that. That, that fears. So, so that he, he didn't. He didn't do it. No, no. What a pussy. He wouldn't even swim without a shirt on. Hardly. That's true. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Life but with the, man tits. Yeah. Well, you know. But he didn't have a problem wearing the, the, the cut-off shirt, the cut-sleeve shirts. Yeah, that was later in life. Yeah. He gave up. <laughs> At that point, like the rest of us do, where we just don't give a fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. None of us give a fuck anymore. Okay. We're past that point. He was, yeah. Yeah, I am. 
It was fine. I don't even care. Yep. So uh, anyways, so the rest of the letter is, what am I supposed to do? Should I tell my mother? Well, first and foremost, let me, I'm going to answer that last part. Should I tell my mother? Why? They're divorced. The father and the mother are divorced. Yeah, but it... Well, wait, 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 wait. No. He did say stepmother. He said mother. He said a stepfather who just married my mother two years ago. So he sexually. So his mother is still married married to this guy. My my fault. So the mother is still married to this guy. Should I tell my mother? Yes. But collect photos and maybe audio stuff first. And do it at a family dinner when everyone's there. Even better, slideshow. (gasps) I do like a good slideshow. (laughs) I'm like, hey, I found some. I found some old photos from my childhood. Family Christmas, family Christmas. Oh, stepfather's penis. <laughs> PowerPoint <laughs> with a laser pointer. If you can see right here, where and, it goes and, and into her those, vagina, and, and one of those mice, the 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 handheld mice that you can control the PowerPoint with. But I'm evil. I mean, I'm sure he's probably thinking that he doesn't want to cause issues or maybe mother not believe him or something. But so let's look back at the past this is, year. This is not. This is Christmas. This is my father fucking my wife. Yes. Stepfather. <laughs> Stepfather. So he's not technically blood related to this dude, which is a big component. So, I mean, I guess this he, is she could of July. technically do the father too, but this is stepfather. The guy like comes in and fucks your mom. And then he's also going to come in and fuck your wife. Oh, by pass through. It's like you have your mom's vagina juice Damn, on dude. you. Damn, dude. That guy's just laying his dick on everything this guy quote unquote owns right yeah, he, everything of his he's making a statement right? this is mine yeah, yeah, soon it's gonna be here. he's gonna wake up one in the middle of the night and there's gonna be a fucking penis on his forehead I'm pretty sure the guy the, the <laughs> stepfather's peeing around <laughs> all the corners of his yard yeah. too uh, yeah he's laying yeah. his pipe oh, okay, his so life is a big giant hydrant yeah just laying his pipe on like the fucking the <laughs> mine yeah I mine. Think there's the a beer certain, <laughs> there's a certain aspect of it where Tea, i think the remote. family piece is removed because it is a stepfather to some degree i don't know in my personal opinion it's like that makes it just like the once removed type thing this isn't even a long sentence it's not like he went into this whole thing where you know i divorced my wife and this and that it's like what am i supposed to do like well i like, mean two well, i mean well, first and foremost first, your wife is cheating on you yeah fucking bitch slap your stepfather unless his dick is gonna fucking take care of yeah, that yeah and he's only been in the picture for two years man and yeah, fuck that guy and yeah you, you you got an issue if if you know that your wife has been having a sexual relationship with your stepdad and you don't know what to do. Don't you, know what to tell you. You got self-esteem and confidence problems already, yeah, buddy. Because you need to get rid of the Ugh. chick. First and foremost. Dude, he by, pox, by proxy has fucked his mom. Is connected to his mom, yeah. Maybe he was already fucking his mom. <laughs> oh, I read that's stories. That's called an addendum. <laughs> that's, that's the P.S. That's, that's the, yeah. Let's put a pin in that one. <laughs> P.S. My mother is also cheating on me with my stepfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm my own I'm taking everything. They, um, I had a great relationship with my mom, and then he came along. <laughs> and stole her away. We were having threesomes every night. <laughs> now he's fucking both my wife and my mama. <laughs> What am I supposed to do? <laughs> yeah, that's. I mean, one step removed doesn't matter who she's screwing. Your wife is screwing somebody else. Keep your head straight and fucking uh, get your ducks in a row. That's what I say. And somebody who's supposed to be your stepfather. Kick and that bitch out the window. It, or we can look at this from another aspect. If you're a son and someone's cheating on your mom, that guy's immediately a dick. Yeah. So He's out of the circle. <laughs> that guy is. Yeah, that guy's all kinds of messed up right now. Yeah. 
I think that guy's got you out for you. I think the only logical step is to have the stepfather killed. No, he's having his cake and eating her, too. Having his Kate. Having uh-huh. his Kate and eating her, too. Sure. Uh-huh. 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 Look at Mike going for it there. Yeah, sorry, dude. Um, Just like you're the stepfather. <laughs> looks like you and your mom are living together again because ain't nobody else going to be around. Uh, okay, so that goes right into our fetish of the day, which is having sexual relationships with in-laws. <laughs> Ew. I, I look, I unless you've already had that, 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 that brotherly or sisterly bond with them, I say fucking go ahead. I'm just picturing... Wait, 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 wait. So wait, I've wait. had a lot of sets of in-laws, and I'm trying to picture that in my head, and I can't think of one of them that I'd want to see naked. Very, very gross. Okay, is that because you have an emotional connection to them, or because they're just not attractive at all? I can think yeah. of a few that you should see naked, but I'm not mentioning names or... Dude, people. there's a... My, my, my ex-wife, her cousin was fucking hot, and she wasn't white trash. She was a human Pez dispenser, but... She was not was, white trash. Or still is. Probably still is. Well, okay, so I guess I'm thinking in laws. I'm thinking the parent in laws. No, I was I was thinking Oh, oh, oh like somebody's <laughs> brother. Oh, no oh. brother. Oh, okay. Well that might be different. See, I was just thinking about the parents and I, I'm like, I'm ew. Trying to, I'm trying to keep families out of this. Oh, okay. Oh, see, with in laws, I'm I'm going I'm going lateral. Well, I'm not going uh, all I have to say is that wouldn't be bad. <laughs> I think that adds a little taboo, a little uh, spice to life. Personally, I've had a couple of very hot sister-in-laws. Yes. So, I mean, <laughs> I don't want to see them nakedness. Actually, I've seen, yeah, I guess I've seen at least one of them naked before, but that didn't do it for me because I ain't a lesbo. Yeah, but that's okay. <laughs> You're like, could you just <laughs> you tell me in detail? Yeah, draw, me just... a, draw, me a, draw me a sketch, Heather, yeah. how, exactly how what that looks like. How do you know until you've tried? <laughs> throw me a bone. Uh, yeah, yeah, anything or here. can I throw her a bone? <laughs> one <laughs> or the other. <laughs> one or the other. Yeah, there's a, I think those those two were especially hot commodities, so I think they're probably going to line out the door for those ones. Yeah. But, yeah, that's... They're, they're fucking... They were, they're, they're fucking stunning. They're beautiful. They, um, very, very, very good-looking ladies. Still are, too. Um, even though they're both younger than me, bastards. So, but, yeah, but as far as dudes go, I'm single, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> so am I. Both of them there. are both of them are married now. Oh, both of them damn. are married now. Uh, What's that guy doing with me? It's, it's temporary. <laughs> it's te- it can all be temporary, Heather. As Love you know, is fleeting. I, yeah, there's not. Just wait seven years. Uh, yeah. One of my in-laws, even I mean, even like people that I've considered. I'm trying to think of not people I dated. I'm going through a Rolodex right now. Okay, there was probably maybe like one like I don't know. I guess maybe if there was something else going on or some interest, like I've enjoyed those people enough (laughs) as in laws. Yeah, I can't really think of anybody out of the gate. I just think that's kind of just mixing the family thing. So let's just say then something. Okay, so you have sexual intercourse with the in laws. And then you break up in your relationship. You can't go to Christmas. Your ex is there. Maybe you can. I look as long as it's not violent. It wasn't a violent relationship and shit like that. And it didn't end on horrendous terms. I, I say, you know what? Be a fucking adult. Both of y'all be mature and just keep going to the family functions. Just realize that shit didn't work out, and you know, maybe, let's have some pie. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> 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 and then some. Yeah. And more pie. And turkey. Let's have another cup of coffee. Let's, uh, Let's have yeah, another no, slice so of pie. So this is actually, is this a fetish? 
this is like an incest fetish, yeah. but different. Yeah, it's, because it's, it's not blood. Oh, related, it's right. So it is not fetish of the day, huh? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't thinking on fetish terms. I was just thinking of circumstances or no, whatever. It's, okay. No, it's no, it's a fetish. This is a fetish. In, in, oh. in-laws or faux-cest or whatever you want to call it. But it's not incest. It's something else because they're not blood related. It's, uh, right? it's in-lawcest. Yeah. In- it's outcest. Kick them. <laughs> <kick> em. <laughs> it's not incest. It's outcest. Okay, so someone that actually gets off on purposely banging in-laws. Well, family I, members. That's yeah. a fetish. That would be a fetish. It, it's a it's family members, but they're not related. So yeah, stepbrother, so it's got to be somebody who's stepfather. Yeah. it's got to be somebody who's into incest in a way, but doesn't want to step over that that barrier. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Yeah, yeah. So it's like flirting with it. Right. It's okay. like it. It's kinky enough that it gets you to that incest point without yeah. actually committing. <laughs> a Keep saying you're my crime. sister. Keep saying it. Yeah, that's exactly. That's <laughs> Call what I'm me thinking. daddy. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's got to be something along those lines. Okay, that's I can safely say that I'm not aware that I've had any instances of that. I I don't know anyone who has said to me they've been interested. In I that. don't mind watching that porn stuff, you know, the stepbrother, yeah. stepsister, but um, I don't have any. But when I'm watching it, I don't connect that that's who they are. I don't have any urges. I love scenario shit, man. Scenario shit's awesome. I know, but I don't. Yeah, but, but you I watch don't, porn for the storyline, so you don't I count. Don't, I don't. When I've watched that, I've never really <laughs> connected. In fact, I've watched. I've had it like it's like goes to the next video or whatever, and you're watching it, and they say something, and you're like, "What? Wait, what?" And then you have to pause it, and yeah, see what you, it is, and you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it now. Right. Like, I get why they said that. Okay, carry on. Yeah. You know, that's press <laughs> on. Fast forward to the sex." I don't know if I've mentioned it on here before, but one time I bought this three pack of like, plugs? sexy magnums, <laughs> three bumps for your rump, uh, three like uh, storybooks, like uh, erotic storybooks. Did sex you give this out to twenty thirty one year? I did. Gray was a gray. So uh, it, it was a pack, and it was <laughs> like three. Gray, yeah. So it used to be that you could. Gray um, sex all And this gray, may still be. Gray, I haven't yeah, been in one of these shops in a while because pff, internet. Hello, internet, where you can buy them and sometimes they would put like two or three magazines and like one plastic bag together yep, and they'd yep. put like nine ninety nine on it or whatever. Or you get three Guilty of them. Guilty of buying those. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, me too. Never and, uh, buy porn when you're horny. That's the biggest mistake you'll make. That's not true. You pay way too much money. And you're like, jugs and, and cherry. And then you get home and there's like fat bitches in the center. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, they, they hide the... Uh, <laughs> they they hide the you know uh, the mature porn Cleveland steamer yes. quarterly. Uh. <laughs> so what I bought was this three pack of books and it was like it was like erotic stories on one side <laughs> and showerly. like penthouse penthouse um what do they call it? Forum. penthouse forum on the other side and there was a third book in the middle and you can't really see what it is it's not a big deal I get it open home I tear it open the middle book was all story about stories about incest did you wash your hands first because you were ready to party no I was like what the fuck <laughs> what. Like, who just throws this in the middle of it? Like, a, a three-pack so of gonna books. It's going to be a DJ battle with a lot of scratching. <laughs> so, because it's me, like, I carried on to that. I carried that thing for, like, around for, like, ten years. It moved probably five or six times with me. It was in the box under the bed with a bunch of shit. I'm, you quite, aware of, I'm quite aware of the uh, the incest magazine. Yes. Hey, if your it's, son is like my son, does he go through a lot of stuff? Like, he, like, gets nosy and starts going through boxes and everything? No, my children don't do that. They may oh, have already lucky. learned a lesson. I don't know, but they don't tend to do that. Only if it was out in the garage. 
Okay, because that's yeah. My, yeah, my son. <laughs> that that oh is free God. rain. That it is free rain. It's not in the garage. None of my shit's been out in the garage. <laughs> so I've had this book and I carried it around forever. And every once I pull up, and I'm like, this really can't be. And you read like half a story and you're like, yep, that's exactly what it is. You close it back up, you put it right back under the bed again. So um, I used to make raffle prizes for uh, various clubs and events and stuff <laughs> like that. And I make like the worst fucking raffle prizes ever. So on purpose. I was I, I've gone through and I've cleaned out so much of my personal stash of weird crap that I've owned just in doing raffles and one time totally off on the same subject though is I went to a yard sale and there was a, like a cardboard box of really shitty pocket knives with like <laughs> like wolves and birds and eagles. eagles yeah and stuff on them like really <laughs> crappy and I was like how much for this box of knives and one year everybody got a shitty pocket knife with their raffle, raffle prize but one year I may I finally pulled this thing this book out and i put it together with are like, you a clamper close put it with a thing of like thunderbird and a big jug of hand sanitizer and yes. that was the raffle prize and that was that pretty was awesome at, uh, i believe that was at uh, what's his name's house yes yeah likely it was yeah. um it was the a big name, hit yeah he who shall not be named yeah it was a big hit because i was at that i was at that party well, see, there you go. You That's got to witness that yeah. and one time i actually wrapped someone's christmas present in entirely um cutouts from one of the porn cheesy porn <laughs> magazines <laughs> like cut out like different pictures from it yeah and then like glue sticked them all together and wrapped a present in it <laughs> so i mean they have many uses like decoupage but with porn well and Porn-a-page. also i mean for Deca-porn. most porno mags the, the glue's already been added uh, sometimes yeah it's hard to get those pictures apart yeah, you can just stick it right down in there. You don't even need the yeah. extra schmooge, the modge podge or whatever mm-hmm. it is you put on top. Yeah, mod podge. I'm not a crafter by any means. So, yeah, there's actually incest books that I personally have witnessed that are there. It's not just shit you can find on the oh, internet. Yeah. My uncle, dude. My and uncle used to read those, those, those family porn books. And no yeah. pictures, just fucking stories of yeah. uncles and nieces and all that shit. And I'm like, okay. And then I read about it online sometime that they actually find, like, incest clans and the haulers and stuff like that it's like awesome there's actually something behind that interesting Mm. so it is a total fetish but i i don't know if that's necessarily it's got to be some sort of incest but it's not it's not lumped with incest i guess it's it's an incest fetish but it's not incest because it's not yeah it's brother sister but it's stepbrother stepsister or in-laws this is in-laws or faux-cest yeah, so then you don't have to feel morally guilty afterwards. You don't have to feel that shame. Because they're blood related. If you want to feel that shame. I, they, I, the societal, man, right? <laughs> societal. It's societal sure. pressures. <laughs> Whatever you believe. Whatever you want to believe. I mean, Some hey, people do, some people don't. I'm just saying. Let's say. Well, was, you tell Ad, me why. Adam and Eve had two sons. You tell me why you they're the rest to, of it you, up. You tell me why they're willing to go all the way to the precipice and not fucking jump over. Not blood. Yeah, they don't care. If they cared, they'd be fucking the relative. The actual. There's blood a relative. lot of people that do that. Oh yeah, you're probably right. Probably more than we know. It's probably well hidden. I mean, they, it, it's it's so ingrained in culture now that it's a storyline on Big Bang Theory. Incest. Hmm. Yeah, because Howard slept with his cousin. Okay. Oh well, that's different. You can marry your cousin in California. Yeah, but still, he's still he still slept with his cousin. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's that, a little bit of genetic uh, comparativeness there. I did see there. that show. I did see that one episode. Yeah, yeah. And, and it crops up from time to time. It does. So She pops up at somebody's date. <laughs> so That does happen. All right, what are we hitting next with your in-laws? Okay, so dating advice. Single mom dating. Since we're on the whole stepfather, stepmother. What do you want to know about single mom dating? Okay. No so, time for bullshit. 
So, yeah. What is your biggest pet peeve? I wish people at home could see me right now doing the the think faced. What is your biggest pet peeve when it comes to, when you were single? Mm-hmm. Or even you if mean with other people? Even if my... you're dating now somebody other than Ryan. <laughs> okay. In all my spare time, yes, <laughs> yes, 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 absolutely. So, so what is what is your single biggest pet peeve when it comes to you being a single mom and mm-hmm. dating? With just in general, with other people, um, both. My, I think my biggest issue with it was um, people who didn't have kids, and, and and this I should quantify is um, how you can tell that I really love my husband is I had made a rule that I didn't want to date anybody else that had kids, um, either they're assholes or I'd get too attached. Like there was no in between. Well, you, you, so you're saying that you didn't want to date. Other men that had children. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like, I didn't even care how old they were. Like, they're hella old and the children are gone. That's that's fine. But I didn't want to deal with any more kids, necessarily. But my biggest pet peeve, I think, were, I found quickly, is people that did not have kids or had never had children um, didn't understand my unavailability. So, like, I would start talking to somebody and they'd say, hey, can we go to dinner? And I'd be like, okay, I'm free next Thursday. Right. Oh, what do you mean next Thursday? I'm available next Thursday. Well, can we meet before then? No. Why not? Well, I have my kids. I've got a work meeting. I've got this already planned. Yeah, it's a travel. week out. I have next Thursday. Right. I can meet you next Thursday after five. And that was a big fucking problem. Like I had one guy um, really up my ass about it like – Oh, so you're on a dating app, but you're not available to meet up. I'm like, uh, I got a fucking life here, people. Side note, every time she showed up on the dating app, I'd swipe right on her (laughs) and then send her a message. Ha ha. Did you really? Yeah. I don't think I ever swiped. I don't think I ever saw you. Never popped up. He's trying to test his uh, fetish uh, capabilities. (laughs) Test the fetish. It, it It wasn't just you. There was a couple people that. Uh, that you'd seen it never popped up on my course i wasn't on him for very long i I came across um a co-worker's (laughs) daughter oh and she was on there and i sent her for her daughter a message i said um forgive me if i'm wrong but aren't you so-and-so's daughter who works at such and such and she blocked me (laughs) so (laughs) i went to i went to my co-worker and i said to her i go i wasn't trying to be creepy i go I think I saw your daughter on on Plenty of Fish, and she goes, no fucking way, because she tells me everything, and she's not on there. And I showed her a fucking picture on there and everything. She goes, that fucking bitch. <laughs> so it was her. So you yeah, it was, because okay. also it said she worked in the car business and all this stuff, so I was like, oh, yeah. You see. So what not to do when you see somebody, like if you, if it, like I've I've seen you multiple times, Heather, on the, on a, on an app. Okay. Before you were married. No. I, no. I don't. No. <laughs> I don't know. Does it delete? I deleted all my stuff. Like I'm, I don't I'm know kidding. how that works. Yeah, oh, okay. It, it was before. <laughs> so I was gonna say, so, go on the other one and so check for Ryan. Well, here's the thing. Because he was on like a whole bunch of those fuckers. I I knew when you were having problems in your relationships when I would see you, <laughs> and I'd be like, swipe right. What the fuck? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, let's no, see no. what happens. Ha ha. Ha ha. I just keep going. <laughs> I um. I think I didn't run into you, so evidently your picture didn't roll up on whatever it was. But then again, I wasn't on there for very long. So, but 
I guess my yeah, biggest I don't know thing. Why. My biggest thing is that I think people were just, and I don't, and I don't know. I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I have a, a job. I have night meetings. I have a career. I have kids. I've got family. I've got shit going on. So like, I didn't have time to just, you know, usually with me, as you know, from scheduling and trying to record mm-hmm. is like, I get like, okay, I have the, these two dates and that's it. Um, you also have a pocket knife collection. I, I did did have a pocket knife collection i gave them all away in raffles um but i think that was probably my biggest pet peeve um the second pet peeve that i had is um their work this was even before online dating days is i was dating a guy i think i went out with him like twice and he had a swimming pool or something and he's like oh and he's like blah blah and he was just super casual he's very i 100 percent know he meant well but he was like oh yeah you can come over in fact you know bring it it was before i had gus even um you know, and you can bring your son over too. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm not introducing my kid to you." Like, <laughs> some people don't mind. I, I they I, don't. That, yeah. They don't. Pro- and he had a kid too, but his kid was much older. I just don't think it was something that was in his. Pro- I mean, it wasn't a thought process. It was just like, "Why well, you bring you, you bring your kid? Co- accommodating. Shit. Yeah, he was just. You yeah. know, I I don't think it was like you know we're not going to make out in front of your kid or anything. But to me, <laughs> I'm so weird about it. I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not going to introduce you to my kid." Well, that's, yeah, that's well, not weird because. Um, many women that I've talked to, they've all said the same thing. I'm not introducing you to my kids until right. until I'm ready. Right. I don't, I mean, until I know this is going somewhere. Right. Hmm. I just don't think that there's a, a reason to do that. So I think that would probably be my second. Um, the third pet peeve, um, really, in being a single mom dating was my fucking kids. Because I don't know if you know this or not, but they take up a whole lot of time. Really put a bump in the road in your single, in your single life. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we managed to work that out somehow it was just basically like once i didn't have my kids like i was okay to date and go out and party and then i said i had my kids those were just reserved for my kids didn't do anything else which is kind of exactly what i do now which is why i don't have time for the gym right so i tell myself so you tell yourself because you said you don't want to work out I, I hate working out although i've started i hate working out i'll tell you what the more you do it the easier it gets and it's true <laughs> that's what they say about anal <laughs> <laughs> No, the more you do that, the looser it gets. Oh, that oh, too. The, that just helped me with uh, the second show. Thank oh, you. Oh God! Oh God! He's already writing down ideas for something else now. So I would I, say those are my well, biggest. We, we do two oh, 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 oh. Okay, so this one guy and I might have mentioned this before, and I didn't understand this because I had not spent a lot of time on online dating. But I had this one guy, and he was older. He was an old man because I just put like my age restrictions. Like I don't even give a shit. Just. Um, and he kept hounding me about like, how long ago was this picture, this picture taken? How long ago was this picture taken? Oh, Jesus. Um, send me a current picture. You know, what's this? I what's mean, that? he bangs escorts and, and, and I'm and like, what, what? Like I could understand. And so like, I gave him information. I sent him pictures like, because it's just me. I'm like, okay, whatever. And I think he was just like super paranoid that I was going to be like really fat. Mm hmm. Which, I mean, I'm not the thinnest. I was thinner then, but I mean, I'm not the thinnest, but it was like, okay. Like, he was super freaked out about it. Um, that was a pet peeve for me, too. I ain't got that kind of fucking time. Like, do you want to talk? Do you want to meet up? Great. I'll pencil you in two weeks from Sunday. <laughs> Other than that, you know, just see it in real life. You didn't even have to buy me dinner. I would have paid for my own fucking dinner or drinks. I just, you know, was thinking it was a good time to meet up with somebody, but evidently I didn't need his ego ass. Yeah, apparently. Fuck them. Instead, I got together I with somebody whose pictures were <laughs> seven years old. 
You have hair in these pictures. <laughs> I know. I, Why don't you have hair I've now? I've been bamboozled. <laughs> bamboozled. <laughs> this will not stand. How dare you, sir? <laughs> also, you smoke cigars. <laughs> smoke cigarettes. Fucking so terrible. jerk. Oh, my God. It's still so funny. Every once in a while, I come across an old picture of my husband, and I go, oh, hey, this is also one that you used on your Tinder profile. And he's like, hey, yeah. But, you know, cast a wide enough net. Of course, I will say that he never asked me for recent pictures. I think he knew deep down in his heart of hearts that he should not do that, because that would backfire on him. Also, he probably did not give a shit. Yeah, probably. Like, I don't even care if you're 400 pounds. Don't give a fuck. (laughs) Like, don't care. You looked good here. I'll just hold the picture up while I do you. It'll be fine. <laughs> just bend over. Just bend over. I can't even just put the... There you go. That's good. <laughs> you're jiggling my phone. <laughs> Stop talking. You're ruining my moment. Hey, that'll that'll add steps to your counter on your phone there. On your Fitbit. <laughs> Will it? Yeah. yeah, yeah the the bouncing up and down, yeah. It'll uh, just tape it to my sure? head next time. Yeah, because if I hold my phone and I shake it a certain way, it records the steps. Thank God, because I got some Pokemon Go eggs I need to hatch. <laughs> Well, that's bit goes off a of GPS. And then it? my husband will be like, "Why do you want to do it so much? I got eggs to hatch, uh, but I'm not a nerd." Just as long as they're not in the real world, honey. <laughs> it's my alien eggs. <laughs> no more kids. Oh God, no! Remember, I'm fixed. Are you? That's yeah, good. yeah. I've had that. The inside of my uterus <laughs> probably <laughs> looks like the surface of Mordor. Damn. That's my guess. He's Michael's thinking about it right now because I had it fried. I had what's called an ablation. Looks like Jupiter. That's so a, it's actually been that is a scary sounding word. It has a big red spot on it, like it's a it's a fucking storm of false storms. Yes, just destroying just sperm. Destroying everything. You have the eye of Sauron in your crotch. Yes, in her uterus. Actually, that's why I call my vagina the eye of Sauron. Is I mean, it kind of looks like it if you think about it. Zangry and red. That's some bad <laughs> cervix. <laughs> Every time, every time something unpleasant happens, it, the gaze moves over to it. <laughs> I've told people that before, and they're just like, "Oh my god!" But I don't think they've actually seen Lord of the Rings, so I don't know if they know what that really is. But yeah, that's um, in addition to having my tubes tied. I had, from what I understand, the ablation is they take. This is what the doctor told me. Take like fucking, that word they is take like a me. mesh, and they take the mesh and they very carefully U- put interuterine it, mesh. So it goes all over in the lining of the uterus. So it's like it just goes in, and then they it's like soundproofing. paste it up, and then they burn it. They like hit the button, and it just fucking burns the inside of your. So uterus. they electric fence your fucking. They basically solder my uterine lining. We're still in medieval fucking times, man. <laughs> Soldering. So I said soldering things together. Just shove a fucking hot <laughs> iron up your asshole. <laughs> you should. It sounds like you have ghosts in your blood. You should do cocaine about it. Um, More, please. So what I told the doctor was, hey, can you do me a solid? And after you do that, pull it out, turn it quarter turn, shove it back in, and do it one more time just to make sure we're good. And I think he did because it was a really great job. Uh, 10 out of 10 would recommend the ablation. The ablation. Recommend the ablation. Can't, can't really do an ablation. So, does setting the inside of your uterus on fire does that like uh, 
like make you more susceptible to cancer or anything like that. Yeah, I don't know. I think it just basically burned everything. So if there were cancerous <laughs> just, cells, just like throwing napalm in yeah, there. Yeah, I was gonna say that. God damn it! <laughs> Look at napalm your ass. That's it good. sticks and it burns. So they just had your you just fucking legs sides split and then your crotch up in the air and then they just dropped it in. Let's put it this way: so if you had any precancerous cells, <laughs> they've been burned off. Okay. Because pieces of skin actually come out because you heal a burn from the inside out then essentially but god damn what it essentially does is should an egg get through let's just say they didn't tie the knot then it deserves enough. to fucking exist I'll tell you, that's <laughs> let's the, just say that's the next fucking world leader that's i i don't know my children are the devils so if an egg got through i'm what's considered inhospitable uh-huh. for eggs to attach yeah so basically, my uterus now matches the rest of me. Inhospitable. Okay. What the fuck? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's Sorry, what an ablation is. What are you trying to look up? Ablations? Nothing. What are you doing over there? He's like, I'm tired of talking about your uterus. I, I have to... Uh, Future reference stuff. Future reference. I have to... Uh, uterus. Get so those were my pet peeves. Back to dating single mothers. Sorry, I was... Those were my pet peeves. I was working on the next episode while you were talking. Great. So, which was pretty easy. I just had to find a dear Miss Heather. If here's the thing, it, I I think that other people though, if you took it from the flip side, from the guy's end of things, I hear a lot of complaints in the opposite direction. Like I hear bitches got kids and they want me to fucking take them out. Like she's introducing me to her kids on like the first date. She brought me home to her house and told me her kids were there. Weird shit. Awkward breakfast. Yeah, it's um. I, I think that's because she's. Looking for the next daddy? Yeah, baby daddy. Next uh, security, right? I was not. My children have good dads. They're good. They're solid. Yeah. They're solid there. Don't need any of that. Don't don't need that at all. And Well, yeah, why why also introduce another person into your kid's life that might not be there for very long? Exactly. Nope. And I think it, I mean, and, and my husband had his own children. So I think, and actually he was the only one that really didn't give me shit about when I could meet up. He yeah. also had a busy schedule. Yeah. Let, he let, also had weird working hours. Let your kids have a few bowls of cereals with the guy before they start hearing his weird moans come from the bedroom. Yeah, that's probably, yeah, maybe take him out for pizza. I had a friend. And an ice cream. I, I had a friend who, um, I guess, I, he, he wasn't picky. When it came to women, whether they were married or not, you know, yeah. it just is what it is, right? Yeah. And I got a buddy like that. Love is love. Well, no. <laughs> just it's sex not love. Is sex. sex is sex. A whole is a whole. And hey, especially if they were good looking women, he didn't, it wasn't even that big of a deal. So he, he ends up going home with this woman and, and ha, you know, they have sexy time and whatever yeah. else. So he gets up, he's walked through the house naked, and her son is sitting on the couch as he comes out, his dick is swinging along, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going? Just goes right into the refrigerator. <laughs> 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 like it opens the door, grabs whatever beer or whatever, goes back, closes it. I don't know what the... He never told me what the dude on the couch was. I'm like, what was his look on his face? He's like, I don't know. What's my problem? When you come oh, fucking must be fucking around. Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, what probably. I said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just, yeah, mom's got a friend over. Date night. Yeah. Although the one one exception that I did do is, but I, I mean, to be fair, I ended up marrying him. But Must be the second date. My current <laughs> husband, because we because we were having such a hard time meshing schedules, and he did work. And vaginas. He, yeah, and vaginas. He, um, his vagina is very hard to reach. Scissor. 
So he would get off work very late. And so there were times that I basically, quote unquote, snuck him in to my own home. It was my fucking house. It's my house. Sneaking him in. But I would sneak him in. Like the kids would go to bed and I'd wait until they were really asleep. And I'd be like, okay, they're asleep. He's throwing rocks at the window. (laughs) He would come in. And then I would shut and lock the door. But he had to stay in there. Yeah. Until I left with him the next morning. And then then he could get up. Then he gotta get up. I have a bathroom back there, but it was like you know. So I would like have to get ready. It didn't really have quick. another door, right? Hopefully, fucking, your bathroom didn't have two he, doors. He's no. fucking cl- climbing up the the vine trellis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh, wrong window. Yeah. Hiding from the six. John Belushi from Animal House. Totally what it probably was like, but it was like that was like the only like it was so hard for our schedules to mesh that it was like it was impossible to get him over there, and I hadn't introduced him to the kids yet, so it was like you can sneak in. Yeah, but then I had to sneak out. But I had to get up really early and get ready so that like I was totally not needing to go back in my room when the kids were getting ready and then I would just leave and then he could get up <laughs> that, I don't, I I don't do see that. a problem with that I, I don't I look especially you're taking care of your shit you're taking care of your kids you're allowed to have some fun okay Agreed. you're allowed to and guess what in the long run if you're getting some you're going to be a happier person which means you're going to probably end up being a better mom or I could have got crabs. No, 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 not necessarily. Just because you're getting some doesn't mean you're going to be happy. You could be angry. You Very be angry. you be angry sex person. <laughs> angry sex person. <laughs> Sounds like a character in Saturday Live. Yeah, just angry just, sex person. Just wake up the next Look, day. If you're get a, out of my way. Yeah, if yeah. you're fucking angry after sex, you've got problems. I, I, I think I was just tired all the time because he would get to my house super late because of his schedule and I was exhausted. Because I go to bed at like nine normally. Like I stay up late to do this, but I go to uh, bed at nine. I normally. can't. Yeah, I, I can't. She's, she's past her bedtime. I, I yeah. can't go to bed before fucking. Do you guys wonder why I look like okay. I'm nodding off? It's because I am. I can't go to bed before four forty-five in the morning. <laughs> oh Jesus! Is that why I got a text Christ. from you at two something? Yes, likely. <laughs> God damn. No, I've um I've been having problems this week sleeping. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's anxiety or or what, but like like I sleep like two hours a night. Yeah, and then I'm up. Ooh, and, and then, then you can go back to sleep. And then I try to go back to sleep. And yeah, and then I and then I'll just lie in bed for like three hours. That happens to me sometimes when like then I'm I off wake work up at twelve for o'clock. A period of time. Yeah, like I, I have my schedule off and I don't have a schedule. Ever since I've changed my diet, I, I can only do like six hours at the most, and then I wake up and then I try to fall back to sleep and I can't. That seems to be pretty normal for people that are on like a, a health thing yeah. with with exercise. Um, because your metabolism and everything else that's going yeah. on, um, a lot of people that that a lot of people that I know, yeah, um, sleep five or six hours. Yeah, because even night. like if I have that one my day off and I and I get to sleep in, I still end up. Yeah, I'll I'll wake up five six hours into it and I'm just like fuck. Why you just you're like what time do I usually wake up if I sleep in nine o'clock? I'll go to bed at four. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. No, most days, most days my alarms start going off at like. 450 or 515 so like i gotta be to bed typically so yeah uh, definitely oh god i Mm -hmm. mean i gotta get up at six i should be getting up at 615 every morning i end up doing 625 630 no i'm not saying that i don't snooze (laughs) i have to be i have to be at work at 645 though this morning was this morning was a decent morning i think i was up at like 520 and got my coffee and took a shower and (laughs) then got the kids up and and did Uh, all that but i'll i'll take a shower another day snooze yeah yeah that's that Uh, happens more often than not i'll wipe my ass at lunchtime that would be like the other podcasts (laughs) where i've shown up and said i wore these pants to bed last night (laughs) i do the same thing like um well showering every day is bad for you anyways (laughs) 
you know, whatever you're going to tell yourself. No, it, it is. Okay. You know, a, a rinse off is fine. I, a rinse off is different sh- than a showering. Showering for you is bad. Yeah. Did you know that? Dude. Every day, it's bad for your, it's bad for your skin. Soap and, yeah, the soap Dude. and shit, yeah. I know. You're, you're, you're going to argue with a person no. that has... Has bad skin. No, I that know. That knows more rem- about this shit than anything. Just like shampoo on your hair. You I shampoos. I, I, I only I, wash my hair once a week. My ex had a niece that was very sensitive skin when she was little, and the doctor said, um, bath every other day, soap every other bath. Right. So she was getting soap-like when she was little, like every four yeah. or five days. It's, yeah. it's, it's the whole... Not not to get too deep into it, but it's the whole idea. It's like uh, the Western they, culture thing. Yeah, but it's it's the whole. Um, My kids' ass breakfast stink though. Yeah, but <laughs> breakfast is the most important meal of the day thing. Yeah, you know, I mean, if they're if they're doing like heavy weightlifting and whatnot, maybe like getting into the shower and and showering off, not using soap, and just we're getting a rinse on. Yeah, or work at a on. sewage treatment plant. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you do need to decon on that. Yeah, and and so so rinsing off not a bad deal, but full on shower like yeah. soap and whatever else and wash your hair not good for you every day. Yeah, some people up. do need it. <laughs> so, well, some people be, need to be fucking dipped in lye too. So yeah, yeah, doesn't happen all the time. Yeah, my eight year old actually smells like a very angry cab driver <laughs> my son my son when he was 13 he's it 14 smells now like, it smells like joe's uh, ride from last week when he yeah, hit yeah. when he hit fucking puberty he he had he's a whole year where he, he smells so he bad. had a whole year where he stunk like the worst bo ever and finally it's gone now thank god but sometimes it was, yeah. they just gotta work take it a out. fucking shower oh yeah he, but and he's, you, dude he would even sneak after he got out of the shower he would take like a fucking two hour shower because you know he was, he's not washing because right. he was but he'd get out of the fucking shower Clean penis, and, and, and like you, could, I mean, you could smell the soap on him. You could, you could smell that he washed himself. But he, he fucking is from his pits and shit. It's still the, the odor. Does he put down deodorant? Yeah, I bombed deodorant. It kind of helped, and well, now he's fine. Now he, yeah, now yeah, he's. Maybe. Good. He just had to work. Yeah. I think his just, body was regulated. Yeah, probably. Yeah, hormones. Poor dude. <laughs> I know. He had to have a stinky year. That was my stinky year. Yeah. He's sweating garlic. I mean, I had I had like a couple of years where I had really dude, bad dude, hair, but I dude, didn't I don't smell. know what's wrong with your son, but he's sweating fucking pure curry. <laughs> like Indian know. restaurants are hiring him to come like, in and refill <laughs> their curry losses. Give us your sweat naps. <laughs> smells like Bigfoot shitting Indian food. Uh, <laughs> smells like Bigfoot. It's yeah. got hair wads in it. Yeah. Wrapped in hair oh, and burnt poor bacon. Kids, poor kids. Yeah, an eight-year-old shouldn't have to be reminded to put on his deodorant. He wears it every morning. He's he's a good boy. He puts it on himself. He's got a whole routine. Right guard and left guard. Uh, yeah, both the guards. <laughs> is is it a spray or is it? Uh, no, it's it's rub on. It's the old spice on a young man. Yeah. Old spice. Yep. Old spice on a young man. Yeah, he's got it down pat. So I mean, there's there is the stinky <laughs> going on. Yeah, that happens. Yeah. Poor dude. I can't do the high parts though. I know it's yeah. My son can. He can whistle like a fucking. I think he could become a musician. He can. He can hit t- notes and shit. He's good. Brute by Fabergé. What a cheap motherfucker. You know what I miss, but don't really miss. No. Aqua Velva. Ooh, the Aqua Velva man. I just I just want to get a whiff of it just to get the nostalgic sense of it and then be gone from it again. Aqua Velva was never that bad. It was the people that put it on that doused themselves. Drowned themselves like, like fucking like Jakar Noir. Exactly. <laughs> you know where I was going. Dude, it I is so Dakar. true. Dakar. Every time I have a fucking Eastern, Eastern uh, like a Euro- Eastern European guy get in the fucking van when I'm driving at my job, dude, he always, it's just drowning in that shit. It's like, wh- Oh, man, I haven't. I mean, I haven't worn the sweatsuit. I understand that it's like <laughs> cultural. Now that you have smelled all of our colognes, 
How about you? I am disgusting, so I will take two bottles Drakkar Noir. <laughs> How about you, Chief? Hmm. Let me quickly grow beard and think about it. I will take Drakkar Noir. You know, here's the thing, is I fucking love Drakkar Noir. Drakkar Noir. It doesn't smell bad in small doses, oh, but God, when it's... God, I love that stuff. You know what I learned about cologne is that it's actually better to not... If you're trying to attract the opposite sex, or even the same sex, I guess, it depends on the person, but um, it's better to not wear any cologne at all because you're you're actually covering up your own pheromones that you're supposed to be releasing. Dude, if it's anything like an eight-year-old's pheromones, I don't want to smell it. Smells bad. I'm talking about adults and dating, not fucking teenagers. All I can think of is a disgusting bo smell. Like if your armpit yeah. smells like a bean burrito, yeah. Well, that's wear why you wear, Yeah, wear antiperspirant. You know. Of course, or... I wonder if that's like spraying stuff in the bathroom, so it smells like somebody shit in a mountain field. Because <laughs> that happens in my work it's bathroom pleasant, a lot. But yet pungent. Yeah, yeah, that happens in my work bathroom a lot. So they. Someone takes a crap in the women's bathroom and they spray the stuff trying to cover it up. I can never, yeah, I, yeah, it is. Like in my bathroom at work, it, it's, you always, because it, it has a sensor in there that every time, I, I don't know, maybe it has a fecal sensor or something, but it a sprays fecal out. fecal sensor. Yeah. I need the fecal a sensor. fecal sensor. Here. All right, this is the address that's in his wallet. Yeah, but how are we going to know for sure if these are the guys who took Meg? Well, we have the kidnapper's voice on tape, remember? Well. Trucker Noir. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, no, Dude, they, I, I, I don't know if I ever mentioned this, but one time oh, when I was God, doing the ride sharing thing, I picked up two Russian dudes. I took them to a club in uh, downtown Sac, and they were in the car for about 20, 25 minutes. Did it smell like your car noir? And oh my God, I, my, I, I'm not kidding. My eyes teared up. It was that fucking bad. I, 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 there was a couple times where I cracked the window, had to get some fresh air, but it was fucking bad. How bad was it? <laughs> so bad, I almost wrecked my goddamn car. <laughs> <laughs> they got in the car all just fucking it fogged up with curry and so, yeah so bad that i could have ended the night with a one-star rating curry and gefilte fish <laughs> gefilte mike's trying to wave you down oh. oh he needs more sugar yeah can you get it's right there on on your left yes sugar. it's in my bag of sugar, sugar water. <laughs> in water sugar water Hey, your skin's hanging off your bones. Egger. <laughs> oh, he's wearing an Egger. Oh, suit. yeah. There's that better. <laughs> That's actually pretty good. I, I've practiced it a few times. <laughs> I stepped away from my microphone to dig for booze. Get Bohemian Rhapsody now on Google Play. Sure. God, I love this Please. scene. It's like he was wearing a suit. Sugar. When you pry it from my cold dead water, your proposal is acceptable. Oh. <laughs> they fucked up that clip. Uh, they, they try to be funny. We had a server the other day at a restaurant. His name was Eddie, but I guess I kept calling him Edgar. <laughs> Edgar. Uh, Edgar suit. Edgar. Yeah, it was Edgar. Well, it wasn't Edgar. Like he's wearing an Edgar suit. Vincent D'Onofrio. God, he's a great actor. <laughs> I like it when he got out of the tow truck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's dark. Edgar, <laughs> <laughs> what on earth was that? Sugar. <laughs> I've never seen sugar do that. <laughs> Give me sugar. Whoever. Uh, oh. 
He's becoming frustrated with the clip that it didn't yeah. go away. Should... I just want the basics. What on earth was that? Sugar. I've never seen sugar do that. Give me sugar. And water. And water. More. More. Powerful. See, they, they edited that too, but God fine. Damn, whatever. dude. What, it's like, anyway, so I had, a, I had a server that I called Edgar, and I guess that wasn't his name. <laughs> then I felt bad, so we had to tip him more. And this <laughs> is him walking. Yeah, it, well, it's great about D'Onofrio in that film is that he, he pulls it off so well as this alien trying to move like a human moves. And it, it, I think it's genius. I wonder how long they worked on that. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I think that's what I want to be for Halloween. He, most like, of these guys, like like uh, Vincent D'Onofrio, when when they see what the um, director is trying to do with the storyboards, and they see the character, or there's a maquette of a mm-hmm. character, and they're, they're like, "I'm going to try this. Just let me go with it and see if this works. If it doesn't, well, I have another plan." Yeah. And then they they go with their first instinct, which is, you know, like voices for cartoon yeah. characters. Um, They'll try like multiple voices. Like uh, the voice for Bender mm-hmm. was supposed to be the professor. Oh, so you know when he says, you know, uh, "Good news, everyone." You know, yeah. that was supposed to be Bender. That hmm. wouldn't have worked. And and that's exact. And then so uh, yeah, it would have sounded like a, a cheap ripoff of C three PO or something. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. that's where and and so DiMaggio and uh, uh, Billy got together. Billy West. Billy West. And and they and DiMaggio said, "Let me try Bender. You do that voice for the professor, and that's how it all came about." Would you make a mental note uh, somewhere that I would like to dress up like Egger for Halloween one year? I'm pretty sure you can find it on Amazon. I think I just need to get a rubber mask of some sort. I can make it look like that if I just wear Carhartt overalls. I think I'm good. I think there's some performances that people just don't appreciate as much as they should. I um, the part like when he's in the truck and he's like trying to you know turn this isn't movie review. Uh, we're not reviewing. We're talking. <laughs> it's a movie review. This is a dating fucking thing. And I'm not dating. Anyways, g- g- go on. Don't bring go up movie. Don't bring up movie shit. Oh man, god. I brought just just when he's just adjusting in the seat tonight. when he's trying to sit, turn, and face out of there, and he's like putting his arm up behind his head, and he's like trying to in injustice. You can see that he's in all this fucking pain trying to do this shit, and it, but it's hilarious because he's he's pulling it off so well. It it it's funny. Was there any other? Dating advice for single moms that I was supposed to give? Happily ever after. Oh. Uh, oh, I'm re- I'm reading, you guys, from the board here. I guess that's my story mis- board. Misconceptions. misconceptions of dating happily ever after. Yeah. Misconceptions of dating happily ever after. Like, oh, oh uh, just you're dating and you're going to get your happily yeah. ever after? Back to Hollywood. Trying, yeah, fuck you, Hollywood, for like making that shit like up. Like you're, like you're going to get the... Trying to go for the happily ever after because, you know... The pretty woman. Every kiss begins with K. <laughs> he got oh, it at Jerry. Or the pretty woman dies. effect, you know? Okay, you know what? You know what I'm saying? The the What's your dream? Of I had to. Yeah, What's your dream? Everybody's got a dream. And like, uh, I just had to set my glass down. So you'll love it because I have it. to talk with my hands. It's a great so, fantasy, but that's oh, what it's it is. fantastic. But I mean, that doesn't exist anywhere. I mean, that doesn't. We've even been exist. sold a bill of goods. You have because I mean, even people who have that are fucking miserable. They're fucking miserable. So one thing I had to learn was I'd look at all these people after my failed marriages, after everything else, and say. How is it that they make this work and I don't? How does this happen? So 
what I came to realize is that, you know, all those cute little family pictures you see, you pass somebody's house and you look in their windows at night when their lights are on. Maybe that's just me. Um, and you see like, oh, okay, this looks like a really happy family, whatever. Facebook posts. Whatever. <laughs> fucking whatever. Like, you just see them, like, they're out to dinner. And they're miserable. And what you don't know was that that guy is having an online relationship with somebody and she's with, doing with a guy something else Edgar. yeah or she's like likes chicks and doesn't know it or they both like argue all the time or they haven't even talked in five days yeah. they're just out pretending they're nice chaser. yeah he's he's really gay or something like like there's all this shit under there or they really hate each other or they're really having problems or i don't even know like like they really hate their kid like i don't priest. know they've got shit he's but, a priest but they act like it's fine and society so, standards now I go out, and when I see, like, a happy family out at dinner or something like that, that's immediately what I think now. Instead of thinking, like, oh, how did they get to be so happy? And I look over, and, like, we're <laughs> yelling at our kids, and I'm already annoyed with my husband. So it's a facade. It's, just, it's all a facade. Yeah, and it's just, I like, I think that people are just better at hiding that shit than I am. Like, I'm just like, here it is. <laughs> There, everything is. I think so after that many marriages, you just don't have any more time for bullshit. I don't. Let's just get I, to the point. I don't. Yeah. And it, it's. I mean, it sounds really good. It's like it's like everybody who all these bitches that want like this. What goes along with this too is the perfect wedding, right? Like you know, oh, they, yeah, they, they're going to have the big wedding and oh, it's going to yeah. be beautiful. And the seven layer cake, the like princess here. thing. It's the whole princess. Nine thing. Pinterest yeah. boards lined for. Okay, and I'm not saying that I wasn't that person. It's like what I just tell people now when they're bitching about a chick that wants that or a parent that's like oh my god my daughter wants da 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 i'm like look you're not going to talk them out of it like either they want it or they don't but you're not going to talk them out of it because every chick wants to have that day and it's like the perpetual like party thing because it's pumped in their head since well, they it's were not babies. even that it's like i mean i even like parties where like i could dress up and be like the queen for the day like everybody thinks about like their 30th birthday party or their 40th notice it's bigger for chicks too because they want that day to I go think do something special. Yeah. To I be know, the center they're of sold, attention. They're sold that idea. I think it's retarded, absolutely retarded to spend 30. Stop using that word. 30. I don't, I'm, I'm being me. Nar. Um, thir- <laughs> we prefer nar. <laughs> to spend 30 to 100 grand putting yourself into fucking debt for one day. Right. Fratarda. Well, but it doesn't matter. Because of it flowers matter. and a dress. It doesn't and, matter and, and, and because diamonds. you want to do that. It's not even that. It's like you want to be. The center of attention. You want to have this fancy day. You want to have all the things that you like and not have to go to somebody else's bullshit. Like if it's like if that. it's your first you wedding, you get to pick all the songs that you like and play them, and then you can dance with them with all your friends and family. But you could do that without having to to, to hold on. You really can't because all those things that they tell you you're supposed to be buying. Stop! 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 Even if you have a big party, it's the, expensive. The first the the first time your first wedding, mm-hmm. that's acceptable. It's their day. Your sixteenth birthday, female sixteenth birthday. That's a coming of age thing. I didn't have anything good for my 16th birthday either. The, the, the first wedding. It's your fucking day. You should be able to do what that you want. That was the only give I had. That, that, but the, but we're, we're getting beyond the fucking happily ever after. And we're not talking about this. This has gone beyond talking about happily ever after and has gone into well, let me you know, sew it together. What, what the garbage is about this and this and this and this. What's the misconception of happily ever after? Nobody's ever that happy all the time. Correct. Correct. And being for sold all the that bill long. of goods, the the bill of goods is the K Jewelers commercials or the Jared commercials, you know, or uh, uh, Zales or um, what the who, the diamond company. Beers, the beers, the beers. Be, beers. You don't have to be one of the rich and famous to shop at Charisse. Yeah, how much? That's where yeah. my ring came from. How <laughs> how how long can two? Thank months, you, Sharif Jewelers. 
how, how long can two months salary last? Is that that was De Beers thing, wasn't it? Yeah, De Beers started the two month salary rule. Right. Yeah. So you know, two months salary. So, you know, what what would I mean? But what do they consider two months salary? Ten grand depends on the depends person. Depends on the person's salary. That's your. No, I but bought a five hundred dollar ring that's, from that's fucking not Crescent what I Jewelers. Asked. It's I probably that's how that's the per, that's the that minimum they'll not, finance. That is not what I asked. What I asked was, what does the beers consider two months of salary? You guys just jumped on the five hundred or this or that. I think I think what the is, reason they put the that is, is I don't know, and I so actually I don't even care because I don't. I will, I'm not going to base I'm off, gonna off say, of what they what they think I should spend. I'm going to say is they based it on you should buy something that's equivalent to two months salary, and I'm guessing because that's how the financing works. Like you need to make at least X to be able to qualify for in-house financing for X. Four thousand dollars. That's what DeBeers considers. Uh, if the, the the average U.S. salary is just over three grand a month, around thirty-seven thousand a year, so therefore six thousand dollars. Well, that would have been nice. That's the DeBeers myth. I had that once, once. But here's the thing: after you've been happily or unhappily ever after a few times, you don't care. You start realizing it doesn't matter about the damn ring. Like I would being take, with the fucking person. It, that is, I would take my solitaire off to work in the garden, like and just have a band. The only reason I have diamonds right now is because I got it for free. I would rather go on a fucking killer vacation. I'd rather buy a house. Then, or buy a house. Uh, then, then, then go into a bunch of debt for one day. Again, happily ever after. Hey, you brought the whole fucking De Beers thing, man. I but know, but, but I, it's, but it's, I asked a question. Right, but it's so it's sewn together along with that. But that, originally, what I was going to say is 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 the thing they they get it locked in their head and you can't shake it away from them. Which is the same thing is like they feel like they're going to have this big wedding. And they're going, that is what you're, it's basically yeah. like your key to the happily ever People after. are programmed to believe that this is what you're supposed to do when you get married. You're supposed to buy all these flowers. You're supposed to buy the gigantic cake. You're supposed to do all this shit. Well, you're supposed to find one person um, and have happily ever after. And they forget that. You're right to an extent, but the programming is incorrect. But why? They, they, it's programmed from a, from a young age. Even is somebody... It? Even somebody that you love more than anything will forget to take the trash out. Right. It's it's not it's not it's not programmed. It's, somebody that you love. It's more only than anything. programmed it, it, if you want to call it that when they start thinking about getting married. That's and it's not really a programming thing. Well, I, I guess you can call it program. It's 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 the being told three times rule. If you've been told three times, it's true. Right. Correct. <laughs> you've heard of that, right? Maybe. Okay. Yeah. So that rule is. I guess I'm fat then. If, I don't agree with it. I'm stubborn. If, if somebody asks you a question, they're buying something. It's generally used in buying, and you tell this person three times during that sale about this product, they're going to generally buy it because they believe whatever you're saying is true. Pepsi is good for you, and then I would continue on and be like, Yeah, it's still, you know, Pepsi is good for you. It's really, really good for you. And then you just continue on, and Pepsi's really good for you. And then they get that programmed into their head to think Pepsi's good just for them. Just like milk. You're supposed it. to have milk every day. Right. So it's kind of it's kind of programming, but it's that's programming. But the wedding is not really programming because uh, 
in very certain, it's it's the one percenters. It could be generational programming because I mean, think I, about it. From I Dicko, know women that told, don't that have never dreamed of that. Yeah, who see, haven't wanted it. It's the one. It's the one percenters that they when they when they're I was born, not part of the one percenters. And 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 the and the parents are you know marriage 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 marriage, and yeah. they're always talking about you know the the perfect wedding day for my daughter and blah yeah. blah blah. That's the one percenters. The the rest of the the rest of the real world, th- they don't that. think like that until until like it's time to get married. <laughs> Tell that to the women on Plenty of Fish. <laughs> I'm I'm doing it from the perspective of being married to. They always want fucking Prince Perfect. Being being married to my ex wife. Yeah. Who up until we got married. Yeah. Didn't give one fuck about. Wedding dresses, wedding yeah. cakes. She, sure, she knew about them. Yeah. She had an idea of what she wanted, but she didn't give a fuck until yeah. we set a date. Yeah. Then and, you have to start planning. And and then it was a fucking free for all. And she's like, she's like, hey, what do you want? I was like, you you plan it. Yeah, I'll show I, up. I, I'll if if it if it all goes off the fucking rails, then I'll come in and, and help. But yeah. other than that. You, it's it's yours. She goes, well, it's both of our day. Like I understand that, but this more. She goes, no, I mean, I I've never been that way. So, if if you have something to say, I said, don't worry, I'll 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 say it. But you know what I want and everything else. So she was never programmed. That's what I'm saying. This is this is for the rest of the world. She's the average JoJo or Joette, where she wasn't she she wasn't involved in that whole princess bullshit. You know, growing up, you know, to become a, a stay-at-home wife, blah blah blah. And neither Me was either. Heather, and Me either. And neither was well. That's the good. One behind I mean, there, look, and there's there's always exceptions to it. But I, I'm no talking, the exceptions to like it. We were anti-princess. I didn't even have dresses. The, I had nada. Yeah, the exceptions to it are the one percenters. Most people don't sit there and think about what their wedding it's day is a, going to be. I really believe it's part of a chick thing. Yeah, it's, it's just born. It doesn't in. happen in, until like how little boys pick up sticks and play with guns. This is what comes out with chicks. Not saying that every boy does. Again, like I said, I know a lot of chicks that are not into that at all. Yeah, don't even give a shit. Don't care. Don't not interested in it at all. Yeah, want to get married? Think that's great. But when it came to like wedding planning, like they don't even care. Yeah, that, but most m- most of them are that way. It's and the one percenters that are. What, you know, always thinking about being married and, you know, carrying around the little babies when they're young. Yeah. Okay, I mean, 5%. I, I didn't I didn't necessarily I didn't even want to. I use I use one percent. Well, a, I mean, tell that to fucking movies like Tangled and uh, and uh, that's, uh, Frozen. that's, that's not crap. It's still it's still Nobody our, sings our that good daughters are watching it. No, yeah, I mean, but, not, not that many people sing that good. But the but it's 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 that's, it that's not from, reality. That's just a fantasy that so someone has come up with. I had it's a fairy tale, you know. I had like a, the happily ever after. It's a fake fairy tale. It's not even based on the real fairy tale. Burned into mm. my brain because my biological parents still married. Right. My adopted on parents were still married and together. And every example that I had around me really was you get married and you, you stay, stay together. Married. That's and same my, with me. I mean in. Uh, uh, both both sets of parents, everything were yeah, always it's taught like racism. Like, they, from eighteen on, they were together, and that's the way it was. And so that's that's Your the only analogies thing. are just fucked up. That's the only <laughs> thing I knew. So for me, like They're that's funny, that's what you do, and that's you get married, and you're happily ever after, and burr to burr to burr, and that's just how it happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah fucking happened for me. But I mean, I went all the way from you know you're going to have the happily ever after, but I mean it was a long motherfucking crawl from twenty. 
three for the last 20 years right 20 years it was a long fucking crawl going from that to where i am now where they're like oh well you can have a wedding like what do you want and i just look at them like i don't give a fuck i'll just show up like i don't even care like am i gonna get married at the end of the day all right cool that's cool (laughs) like sounds great we're gonna give you a ring awesome what do you want i don't even give a fuck just give me a band that's how i ended up with what i have thank you sharif (laughs) jewelers um but you know just show up and there it is and i almost felt bad for my husband because he's never been married before that he might want some of that and i just kept thinking he's a dude like i kept feeling like i was shorting him i'm like he's a dude he probably didn't care so i mean for me that was fine but um you know i've already done the opposite so i i got my one big wedding i did all the planning i did all the how the flowers i wanted had the music playing when i wanted it had the food i wanted it was awesome it was a great party and i didn't need that after that i was good i was solid i'd done that did you once once one and done one and done did you go into a shitload of debt nope see that so you can do it a woman can have her day she can have her special day and not have to have to pay for it for years. But after a lot that. of it was done on the cheap in a lot of ways. But I mean, it's still obviously it wasn't. <laughs> still like, cost a fucking Dollar Tree banners. I mean, people. Load, we dude. had a couple of bottles of booze, but other people brought booze in. But I mean, I did have some beer, and then you know sodas and shit. But it was like, you know, it wasn't plated fucking dinners and open bars and fresh, ice sculptures. Freshen a uh, champagne. Yeah, no. Five dollar bottles. <laughs> yeah. Or no uh, mm. champagne. Yeah. Shasta <laughs> Mountain Dew and orange yeah. juice for mimosas yeah. um, No it wasn't Shasta. any of that stuff at all <laughs> Mountain Dew and Simply D It was definitely a weird sunny D. We're 23 and doing this on our own type of thing Yeah I got married at the heart of Reno In Chapel and uh, of course Reno God yeah. see that's, when I, One time I did a lope in Reno But it was um, we did it I, at, I, um, the nugget. I know someone that got married in Vegas They wanted to get married in Vegas uh-huh. And they did Elvis they do it. Uh, awesome. I believe it was, yeah. <laughs> at the uh, at whatever chapel, the, the yeah. famous the Chapel of Love or whatever the fuck yeah. you call it. Next time. Next time. All right. Yeah. I remember where Let's I got married. On. There was a fucking Polaroid of Rappin' Fote. He got married there. At Bay Area. Oh Rappin my God! Did he do the ditty? Yeah. He, he just had the bling mouth when he smiled on in the picture with his ugly ugly wife. Happily ever after. It doesn't fucking exist for anybody. No, it's, it's, bullshit. It, it's, a, it's a lie. Think of the think of the couple that you know right now. Those of you out there that you think is the happiest married, they're not fucking happily married all the time. It's like very small pieces of happiness, followed by mundane, and then the rest of it is just angry bullshit. I say mixing it up is very important. I, I, I angry you know bullshit. what? What the fuck? I, oh God. Okay. Hey, there's the hedgehog. Okay. I no. no I. You know what? This is funny. You bring this up because I think that like to keep a marriage strong. Over time, you need to start changing some shit up. Like, I've caught myself a few times when I'm on X videos watching um, uh, the Playboy show called Swing, where it deals with swing, you know, couples that want to try swinging and shit. Swinging does not mean happily ever. And I'll tell you what. Well, I'll tell you what adds a little fun to the to the to the life. And I'll tell you what, man, that shit looks like fun. Uh, well, I'm not okay. saying it's for everybody, but I'm saying that uh, shit. Sure I don't like know fun. where this comes in with happily ever after, but okay. Because uh, you gotta, you know, because you gotta find ways to keep it working. That's what I'm saying. But you're not in a relationship. But see, you're thinking about just the sexual piece of the puzzle. Yeah, well, I know people that are happily that, married yeah. that don't even have sex anymore. Yeah, they just well, sit I mean, there they're married. Lemonade. I don't know if one is super happy, Together. but mm-hmm. they don't do yep. that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, they don't do that sex thing anymore. Hold on, I gotta get beyond this beginning. This is Ron Jeremy. You're listening to Porno Sonic. 
All right, good. Do you want me to read it in my not Heather voice? You can my read it in whatever voice? voice you want to read it in. But first, we got to do the drink of the day. Oh, God. I'm ready. Tequila infused flaming hot Cheetos. No. Or flaming hot Cheetos infused tequila. Nope. Sounds like a really bad idea. Phil. This sounds like I'm going to be putting ice cubes in my butthole the next day. Fill a sealable container with flaming hot Cheetos. Pour in tequila. Fill to the top. Refrigerate for at least three hours. Then strain out the Cheetos. What do you do? Don't they get mushy? Yeah, the Cheeto pulp. Oh. And serve with a lime wedge. Note. Tiny oil bits may remain in the tequila after oh, infusion. God. You can keep as is or store the tequila in the freezer. The bits will solidify and then you can easily scoop or strain them out. Oh my God. Are you number fucking 40. kidding? Two cups flaming hot Cheetos. Mash them. It doesn't say mash them, but mash them. Break it down. Yeah, Does powder that help? Them. Powder them, yeah. Yes. Uh, anything with, snort with it. infused. Snort it, yeah. uh, Carl used to make uh, infused vodka. Yeah. Oh my With God. Cheetos? No, 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 no. With other, <laughs> whatever. Uh, oh, I mean, I'm not yeah. saying that I like can't imagine Carl making that, but. Kool-Aid infused vodka. I do vodka. mine with pork Ooh. rinds. Kool-Aid infused <laughs> vodka. Don't you just pour Kool-Aid in it? Well, liqueur. You, you would use a liqueur. Anyways, <laughs> so you would crush up the Cheetos. You take one, they say one cup, but one bottle of silver tequila, because if you're making a liqueur Nobody type, wants to drink that much. One lime. That's it. All right. Are you ready for your new challenge, Heather? I'm I'm going to make the flaming hot Cheeto. Actually, you know what? Shit, my husband doesn't like hot stuff. I'm going to have what? to. Yeah, no, he's not. He don't like spicy. He's 100% white boy. Can't okay. eat spicy. The fuck, I love spicy. Well, d- define spicy. Like I can sometimes get some tapatio in him. Like, you know, bean burritos with hot sauce? Not big on that. No, he's not big on that. No. No. Like I want to go on hot stuff. ones and see how far I could fucking make it. I don't think I, I, I could sit Do you think you're going to eat a ghost pepper? I'll do it. That's not what I asked. Though. Oh, God. I, yes, I could. I could eat it. All I got to say ghost right now no. oh. is this drink. I, I couldn't do it. Sounds like it's going to look the same going in I have a as problem it does coming out of my ass. Will yeah. my toilet be that color red? Probably. Oh. It's just going to blow right out of you. But like, can you eat flaming hot cheetos? Yeah. Do you eat them like normal? Have you tried it with the lime? No. Flaming hot cheetos with lime? No. The the lime ones aren't bad. The flaming hot cheetos are way too much too much for me. I don't like the flavor. That's why I, I've eaten them before, and I've had a whole bag, yeah. you know, because I'm a fat guy. But, but um, I think this yeah, drink I, gave I don't, me pink I don't eye. like the flavor either. But there's it's like mm. they like they took Tabasco sauce. It's just too much sweet. There's a little bit of sweet in there. It doesn't feel right. It just no, doesn't. It's just too hot. No, the hot doesn't bother me. I mean, I get the, the my lips get you know a little fucking chappy. You know. I got a, a kid burn, that eats Takis. Is that like what it tastes? Takis like? yeah. can do that too. Yeah, yeah. Takis can get hot. The fuego. Yeah, you eat the fuego. In fuego takis. Your drink gave me pink Soy eye. Soy fuego I, I did not give you pink eye. I don't, I don't know. It feels like... That, I guess I'm Oh, Mike's poo particles got in your eye. Yeah, I, the drink I gave me pink eye. today. <laughs> the drink gave me pink so, eye. So don't fucking blame me. You were the last one to use the bathroom. <laughs> that was two days ago. That was yesterday. Your fault. No, that was two days ago. No, that was yesterday. That was uh, Monday. That was uh, my stomach is growing. Because I haven't shit in two shit. days before today, and that was the last time was when I was here. That was Monday. All right, moving on. <laughs> Good reason not to eat that healthy. Are you ready, Heather? I'm I'm ready. Chapter <clears throat> one. Is this why you're asking me why if I could read from over there? Yes. Oh fuck me. Ready? Well, hold on. I got to start Ooh, the music. You're already getting it started nicely. Do not interrupt. I won't. <coughs> <coughs> 
we read Friends of the Teacher. You guys Evelyn can't see it right now, but Sinclair. we're all grooving. Chapter one. Dear, dearest Bill, the letter began. Time out. Hold on. And it went away. I have to, to be fair, I have to turn it down. So there you go. Okay. We're at dear, dearest Bill, the letter began. I've arrived safe and sound. See, your future wife can take care of herself. I'm excited and tired and dirty and excited. She signed her name, Beth. With love and kisses, folded the letter neatly, put it in an envelope, sealed it, and wrote out Bill's address on the back east, New York City to be exact. Licked a stamp, thumped it. It went black. Shh, don't be racist, (laughs) Joe. Don't be racist in my porn. Licked a stamp, thumped it with her fist and sat back in her chair with a yawn so deep it curled her toes and stretched her arms. She looked at the clock and yawned again. It was only 8.30, but she felt like it was 2 a.m. She had been driving all day over the flat tabletop land of Arizona, determined to get to her destination before dark. Everything in Arizona seemed much closer than it really was, or maybe it seemed further away. She shook her head and rubbed her eyes. She was so tired she couldn't think straight. Joe's getting really into this. She got up and moved around her little camper. She was in a camper? In a loose, sleepy way, straightening up, smoothing out the bed. They have a bed in a camper. And then checking the curtains on the windows before undressing. Beth just turned 21 on her own for the first time in her life. Had a... First time... Oh, how had a voluptuous young bod. She kicked (laughs) off her cowgirl boots wiggled her tight tantalizing hips out of her jeans arm took off her blouse that doesn't run go and and. throwing all of her clothes in a hamper how does she have a hamper in a camper and stood in her bare feet clad only in a bra and thin white little panties her body was beth's biggest problem and source of concern to her fiance bill travers Far away in New York, it was simply too good. It had been a source of concern and near-raging frustration when they were together in New York. Beth couldn't help it. Physically, she was at the zenith of her life. Later, if she wasn't careful, she would have a weight problem. What? Now, now she was just right. Filled out to the utmost in all the right places, her breasts were large and heavy yet firm and pointed in a way that could only bring attention to them. Okay, class. Our <laughs> final exam will be coming up at the end of this week. The test will be comprised of 20% written, 30% oral, <laughs> and 50% English. This wasn't planned, but it's really Sorry. funny. Professor, <laughs> there be any extra credit? There'll be extra. This is so awesome. There'll be extra credit on this. Where was the hamper in the camper? I love this music. This music is fucking groovy. Okay, let me get into it again. Camper was in Arizona. They were fine, protruding melons, smooth and perfectly round. Her stomach was slightly round and soft as baby's breath, smelling of milk yet firm. Her buttocks were like sponge rubber and constantly undulated in a provocatively teasing way whenever she walked or even moved. She, had she been short, her figure might have been too heavy 
but she wasn't short. Beth's legs were long and equally well-formed. When she wore her jeans, her thighs seemed to protrude enticingly, and her whole lower torso directed attention to her pubic mound, which seemed to snuggle her soft flesh like a prize to be sought. Her fucking moose knuckle. Mondus. It was her face that took people back. With such a figure one would expect to get a girl with a showgirl face. Yet, Beth Carruthers came from a very old and good New England family, so she had probably very shitty teeth. Her profile was elegant and almost regal and aloof. In fact, when she had pulled into migrant workers' camp earlier that day, when she stepped out of the bus, she was greeted by the workers and their families. The men present had taken their hats off. This was a lady, not a regular whore. She was a lady. lady. Whoa, she was also a school whoa, teacher, which actually goes with the weird introduction thing we had in between the songs. And Beth went about her business with an efficient enthusiasm. But before she was... Oh, before she was through, she had already formed classes, distributed books, and assigned students times and tasks. And she had loved the people. Those Mexican people. Always. She had felt she wanted to help the common people. The people who were the backbone of this nation. Now her chance had come, and she was elated, floating on air. For one year, she would travel through the Southwest, teaching young, underprivileged people who had never had the chance to set foot in a school with their bare feet. Sponsored by a private foundation. What, do you not like me interjecting my own stuff? You want me to keep reading? I was waiting for Ron Jeremy to come back. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, go ahead. Okay, okay, we're good. We're not doing school teacher anymore. For one year, she would travel through the Southwest teaching young, underprivileged people who didn't have any shoes and probably had malaria. Sponsored by a private foundation that her uncle was head of, she had browbeat him, her family, and Bill into letting her have a chance at doing something worthwhile. She was persistent and eloquent in her campaign and finally won reluctant approval. Bill had been the hardest to convince. No matter how they discussed the project, he simply couldn't see her going off by herself. He was hard. With a lot of goons and not seeing him. Oh, Bill. Bill, his handsome face, serious and dark, had nodded with growing anger. Oh, so that's how, how, that's it now, huh? I don't understand the working man and I have no compassion for my fellow man. I have no humanity, huh? Let me tell you, I was in the army. I saw those guys in action I'll in bet. the shower. I'm not being a bigot. I'm being realistic. Beth, for God's sake, there's a difference between being real and being poor. We both <laughs> know some well-to-do people who are pretty real, too. Just because a person is poor doesn't always mean they're nice. What? I know so many super nice poor people in all of all of us. Uh, stare, standing in her camper, Beth unclasped her bra and her breast seemed to leap with elation. Glad they were free. Oh, look at the breasts. They stood out, <laughs> causing a deep and sensual cleavage. As they shook slightly as she walked in her weird camper with a hamper. She shook her head sadly. Her parting with Bill had not been good. Hooking her thumbs into her panties, she wiggled out of them, peeling them off as if they were second skin, her buttocks quivering and shifting. She stood erect, naked, 
her lovely, long, soft and sensual in the dim light of the camper. Her hand softly ran down her nakedness, feeling the curve of her hips, the slimness of her waist, and the full voluptuous richness of her breast. Her nipples hardening slightly as she rubbed her fingers over them. Why is she doing this in a camper? Is she going to With take a, a shower? Champer. A champer. Camper hamper. A camper hamper. She closed her eyes and thought of her last evening with Bill. He told her he was gay. He had taken her out to dinner that night, a night of farewell for almost a year. He had drunk too much during dinner and insisted on going to a favorite bar of his on 3rd Avenue, where all of his advertising friends hung out. He had drunk too much. She already said that. Finally, getting surly with her. It's a lot of exposition. Reluctantly, Beth asked to be taken home. Having worked in the mail room of Bill's advertising agency, she had her own little apartment outside her door. Although still drunk, Bill came became contrite and apologized, asking if he could come up to say goodbye. Beth was relieved and let him go up and placed him on a couch where she made strong black coffee in her kitchenette. Bill had been good for a while. Drinking the coffee. Oh, I thought she was going for long term here. Drinking the coffee and asking for a refill. Beth understood after all she was leaving the man she was going to marry. It was a big moment in her life and she wanted it to be right. Why the fuck is she leaving so much getting married? She rationalized that Bill drank so much because he was upset. We're really talking about Bill drinking. Then he began to get amorous. Evidently, he doesn't have whiskey dick. And that, too, was all right. She loved Bill, wanted to marry him and be his wife and the mother of his children. Always. She wanted to give herself to him, for she felt passion sweep through her body like a brush fire. (laughs) He grew bolder and more forceful. Her long black hair fell loose under his fumbling, and he had her bent back on the couch, her breasts jutting upward under her dress. In brazen invitation, she had struggled trying to push him away with a warning. Bill, usually one admonition from her was enough. But not that night. Her struggles only seemed to excite him all the more as he looked down and saw her syrupy young body writhing sensually under syrupy under her dress. Then his hands were on her thighs, stroking them, exploring boldly and roughly. Bill, st- was all she could get out before he kissed her hard on the mouth. Beth made the mistake of relaxing for a minute. Felt so good with her, with his arms crushing her and his mouth on hers. It was all the encouragement he needed. He was like an animal grunting and breathing through his nose. His hot tongue shot into her mouth. This doesn't even sound sexy. This She's is, this is so awesome. This is such the worst porno book ever. To do the same. This is terrible. All we know about him drinking is just a hamper. It seemed like he had 14 pawing hands. Now he's an Indian god with 14 hands. Or he's a mime. And they were everywhere all over her body trying to escape the invisible box as he pushed her down on the couch and was half on top of her bill she exclaimed pulling her mouth free for a moment for god's sake stop this why he snarled and beth looked at his face her eyes wide he was drunk we already knew unreasonably drunk because he drank a lot and didn't know what he was saying or doing when he had been quiet and polite before he had simply been numb now the alcohol had triggered a deep desire in him. His eyes were glazed and unseeing. His face was twisted in a way she had never seen before. And his breath reeked of scotch. Scotch, scotch, scotchity scotch. Why, he nom, asked nom, again, taunting. <laughs> give like give you a little going away present, he said thickly. Gonna do it for those workers anyway. What? He looked boastful. 
you're going to do it for your fiance. Fiance. But a that's not how ass. it's spelled. Fiance. He fiance laughed hard. Tight and unrelaxed ass. It's an unhappy ass. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Started pawing her body again with all 14 of his hands, pulling up her dress with a sneer on his face. Bill, this is me, Beth. Calling. <laughs> Beth, I hear you calling, but I'm really drunk right now. She it's said in a frightened brothers. voice, <laughs> trying to penetrate his alcoholic fog. Bill, don't ruin it all. Stop, please. Remember our promise. The promise she was trying to remind him of when they made long ago. No sex until marriage. Beth's parents trusted her to live alone. How old is this book? Beth's parents trusted her to live alone? And it seemed the least she could do was honor their trust. It seemed silly and old-fashioned, yet she liked the idea of going into her marriage knowing she was giving herself for the first time to the man she loved. Bill had agreed reluctantly and then been good about it until tonight. Now his hand was between her legs and her dress had been forced up to her hips, exposing the thin white crotch band of her panties. All she evidently wears is white panties. Elvis's dream. Her long, naked legs rise on the couch, and she tried to close them and only succeeded in trapping Bill's probing hand beneath between. her strong thighs. Oh, between her strong thighs and guiding it to her nylon-covered... You're killing the moment! ...pubic <laughs> She felt his hand close over the protective material of her panties, and a hot rush of pleasure throbbed through her belly. Bill, for God's sake, stop, she cried, fighting harder now, fighting her own desire as much as his strength. She struggled, managing to upset him slightly and getting her hands free. He attacked her again. A guttural, guttural snarl in his throat, drunkenly lashing out and catching a shoulder of her dress and pulling at it with his strength, turning her half around with his force and ripping the dress down the front. Bill Travers, you're drunk and crazy, she yelled, going on the defense, trying to hold the dress together. This he, is fucking horrendous. Why is this is so awful? He stared at her like she was a stranger. Crazy, huh? He mumbled. He reached and tore at the dress again, ripping it away from her body and revealing her milk-white breast. I thought that was going somewhere else. That was definitely a happy ass. <laughs> Miss Fairchild, I'm going to need you to stay late again and take dictation. But Mr. Taylor, it would be my pleasure. Mm. Well then, milk white breasts quivering under her bra. A lewd grin came over his open mouth and two brutal fingers hooked themselves in the bra and tore with relentless force. The bra snapped and was torn from her body. Beth tried to hide her now naked breasts with her hands, cupping the nipples defensively as Bill fought with her hands. He pulled one hand free and his mouth clamped on the naked tip like a suction cup. And Beth struggled, her head back, his hot mouth sucking at her nipple, making it grow hard and taut. Bill, stop! Stop before it's too late! Oh, God, stop! She pleaded softly as she struggled, subdued, her body writhing in a kind of sensual rhythm to the inner pulsating pleasure she was feeling involuntarily rising in her body. Her dress was now a torn rag, with Bill's hands tearing, pawing, caressing. And the one hand still between her legs. Okay. Fingers. Oh, well now we're massaging her vagina. Through rapidly moistening panties, one finger protruded, forcing the band between her rapidly 
swelling, and parting vaginal lips. Vaginal. Shh. I'm reading this. Stop correcting him. Vaginal. 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 Vaginal lips that I love for panties. Aided by his ravaging finger was hurting her and yet exciting her at the same time as it worked its way inexorably toward inexorably. her vagina and clitoris. She felt a dampness of excitement between her legs and her breath was coming deeper and faster. He bent her back again, the small of her back, bending over. This sounds like a terrible way to do your first time. Like, is he going to, like, lube it or anything? By the way, in the background, if you're listening <gasps> to the music, you can hear them moaning and groaning. Oh, God, great. <laughs> no shit. More quickly than she thought he could move, his mouth flew to her other breast, and his tongue licked at the nipple as his lips closed over it and sucked. He sucked hard, hard enough to hurt, but it didn't. It felt good. It felt good, and it aroused a dark passion inside of her that had remained dormant except for wild, lewd dreams she sometimes had. Now she was nearly naked and helpless and loving it. Incredible for her to think, but she loved it. Her mouth parted in a slow, lewdly accepting smile, and she felt as if her whole body was swimming in warm butter. And Bill's mouth closed over her heatedly pulsating breast was driving her mouth. Butter, huh? Then grunting, he started taking off his own clothes, pulling his pants down and kicking them off. He fumbled for a moment, then squirmed over on top of her, and she felt his heavy, hard weight on her nearly naked body as his arms kept her from falling over the arm. And she felt something else. For the first time, they're putting headphones on me now. For the first time since she had known him, she'd felt his hot male hardness against her <laughs> this is horrible <laughs> it was so exciting and lewd Bill she <laughs> oh god Bill but now one of his arms reached down and he slid his fingers between her hip and the panties and, sh- and began pulling them down tugging wildly then lost all control and ripped them completely from her helplessly squirming loins helplessly squirming loins what this is, or were they this, bathing in butter again? This, this, this book needs to be heavily edited. No, 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 she pleaded. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Jeremy speaking. Hold on. Before we depart, please make sure all tray tables are in their upright positions and all packages are stowed in their proper compartments. Prepare for takeoff. Are we on? Ah. What is that noise? Oh, that's nice. Oh, honey, watch your teeth. Watch your teeth. Oh, this is great. Oh, no. It's not. Oh, God, the mic is still on. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. F- folks, I- I'm sorry. This has been embarrassing. Uh, no, it's not, Jeremy. Well, now you know why they call it a cockpit. <laughs> oh, God. Jeremy, you have Ron Jeremy puns. Yeah, the hedgehog. Jesus Christ. Do you want these headphones back? No, 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 she pleaded. But it was too late. The panties were torn away. The tattered remnants hanging loosely down on one thigh. He had accomplished his purpose. Her vagina was nakedly exposed along with the softly curling down of her pubic hair. Beth, moaning helplessly now, felt his cock, huge and throbbing, press forcefully between her thighs. And he pushed down hard, then began pumping slowly back and forth. Bill, stop. You've got to go. What, like right now, bitch? Like that's that's when? I'll never speak to you again, liar. Stop. She groaned. 
helplessly, groaned helplessly beneath him, her long silken hair flailing vainly from side to side. Yet he couldn't stop, possibly couldn't even hear her as he went about prying her legs apart with one hand, while his other hand bent her back over the arm of the couch and his mouth greedily sucked at her breast, leaving the nipples tense and wet, slowly with brute force, his nails digging into the insides of her thighs. He forced her legs open, and as she cried out, she could feel his thick prick slipping between her legs and the blunt, the blunt end of it, as opposed to the very sharp end of the penis, push against her involuntarily lubricated ant. That's a misspell. <laughs> they obviously did not edit this well. Couple letters so off. So her aunt got in on this too, because it's a lubricated aunt. Spreading the eager Beaver. vaginal lips, something in her turned to jelly. It felt so good. Nothing had ever felt so good or so lewd. She remembered the thought going through her mind. If I had known how good it was, I'd do it all the time. Okay, this is... This is taking too long, Michael. Yes. So when do we hear more about her lubricated aunt? I gotta find Mike, I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think they meant to write aunt. What sucks is that I put the headphones on you so you could hear all the orgasming in the background, and it ended right when I put the fucking headphones on. It did. I had to wait until, like, Ron Jeremy was getting a hummer in the microphone. Yeah. What happened? They fuck. I, it's, I mean, you know, this, this weird drunken rape fucking scenario. Oh, she's in the camper again. Hold on. I got to find Ant. She says no, but her body wants it. She needs it. She's throbbing. Um, right is. there. Her involuntary lubricated Ant. There it is. All right. So we're going to... Burn this? Yeah. Burn, it, burn this entire book? <laughs> this was horrible. She sw- was swimming in butter? Is she a lobster? What is that? This is the opening salvo. This is... In case over the moaning, yeah. you, you guys couldn't figure it out. Sometimes I was adding my own shit in there. So, read until... Here. Okay. So it's just that much longer. Yeah, where's the there's the ant right there? Where's so, the ant? Where's the lubricated ant? Yeah, her lubricated ant. A shudder ant. of wild, unwanted pleasure racked her body, relaxing all of her muscles, and she closed her eyes with a long sigh that dropped down into a moan as she felt the smooth, rubbery head of his cock slipping up. She, it was probably a, a dildo. dildo. Yeah. Um, its path. Its path. Lubricated by her growing excitement, spreading her vaginal lips until they hurt. But they hurt deliciously. Despite herself, her hips wiggled and undulated, and her cant. <laughs> do they? I'm sorry. Do they have a problem with the word cunt? No, because it's properly spelled in the next uh, paragraph. Okay, so we went from her aunt to her cant. Yeah, aunt can't cunt. Okay, so next is going to be her pant. The tingling edges of her vagina throbbed in growing hunger. Bill felt her responding. It's vagina or cunt. I don't underneath. 
felt her responding underneath her and shifted his way and broke this, pulling back and gazing at her naked body with the tattered remains of her dress and panties still clinging to it, and he grinned like a greedy and lewd rapist. Well, it kind of sounds that way anyways through mm-hmm. most of it. Gotta be honest with you, people. His eyes glazed with alcohol and desire. He pulled her down on her back on the couch and pressed his body harder down on top of her. Pressed his body down or down on top of her, causing her to gasp for breath. His cock again probing, searching hungrily for her defenseless young cunt. Not her aunt, and not searching her Searching hungrily. Uh, we've gotten serious now, because yeah. they're spelling it right. <laughs> now I hear the money. Down to the if she hadn't greedy. seen his face, she might have gone on. She might have followed her equally wild desire and given herself to him. No, it wasn't right. He was drunk and brutal and probably wouldn't even remember the it? next day. It's the plumber. Plumber? I didn't call a plumber. She wasn't Beth. This, his love. The woman he was going to marry. She was at this moment, anybody, a naked female body to ravish. Her upbringing, her sense of honor, her love for the tender bill came welling up dampering the passion putting her hands on his shoulders and using every bit of strength she had she closed her eyes and shoved and twisted him to one side she caught him by surprise in his drunken stupor he tried to grab her but he was too late and he fell off the couch and crashed to the floor on his back his head hitting a corner of the coffee table on the way down (laughs) he fell with a crash and lay still i think he's dead his eyes closed bill she called softly covering her breast and drawing her knees up as she looked down at him bill are you all right bill don't play games answer me concern made her widen her eyes with a little cry she slipped off the couch and knelt beside him naked her breasts practically hanging in his face as she bent to hear his breathing with a sigh of relief she pulled back one eyelid and only saw white and that's where we're gonna leave this one because she killed Bill. I'm just is this like Kill Bill? Excitement. This is Kill Bill. Is this what you're having me read? No. I think this is Bill the Rapist. Bill the Rapist. Yeah, chapter two is like this is way too long. It's only 85 pages long. Yeah, I think you read 83 like, of them. Yeah, fucking <laughs> seven, nine pages in, and we're only on. We're still on chapter oh my God, one. There was times where you were re- reading it like all sensually, and then there was times where you're just like. And then she went to the trailer. Well, because I'm trying to like figure out like what the fuck are they trying to write here? It's it's awful. This it's is probably tough. 30 this is 40, 40 years old. I really I really, really 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 mostly enjoy so far the hamper in the camper. It's kind of like the zares under the stairs and the walk it in your pocket. But also the um, the lubricated ant what about the drunken rape uh, session? So what we're going to do is we're basically just going to read like 10 paragraphs at a time. Your porn gave me pink eye. <laughs> Sorry. And uh, f- so that way when we, it doesn't take so long. Well. We got an unguent for that. But we also have I want you guys to know Sonic. I think that he's dead. He may be dead. Is this a necrophilia porn? No. Mm. Unfortunately. Dude, the hedgehog's still alive. He's still doing pornos. No, Occasionally. no, no, not Ron Jeremy. Oh, okay. I meant the guy in the story. I mean, we know the lubricated ant is okay, but Bill, man, he hit his head on the corner of the coffee table, remember? Now we're just grooving Dr. Sex. This is getting to the point where it's like watching German Spockopathy for too long, and you start to feel gross after a while. I don't, you I feel mean, gross after listening to this? I love German Spockopathy. Yeah, it gets me to a point, yeah. I, 
Yeah, this is a party. <laughs> yeah, they brought my party pans. There's some good music on that Spock 70s porn, party, that Spock fucking party. unreleased. <laughs> and now we're fucking going through it again. <laughs> Motherfucker. Yeah, this fucking, this is actually a pretty good fucking. Like. Here it is. That's just basically. It's super bad. All right. That's it. That's it? Yeah. All right. All right. We blew our load with that one, didn't we? All right. Next time, tune in and see if Bill's dead. Yeah. We're going to find out if Bill's dead on the next adventure of, I don't know what this is called. I don't even. Do you do you have a name for this section? On the next adventure of Bill and Beth. And the lubricated ant. <laughs> Beth's lubricated ant. <laughs> Friends of the teacher. I like Beth's lubricated ant better. I like that better too. <laughs> so on the next adventure of Beth's lubricated ant, we're gonna find out what happened to Bill. Oh, Is Bill dead? What's in the hamper? Can you can you do like a, a recap? Can you do like a like like that? On the next adventure of Lubricated Ant. Lubricated Ant. <laughs> On the next episode of Lubricated Ant. No. <laughs> Bill. Not, not, not sensual. You got to do it like in like Law and Order, you know. <laughs> On the next episode of Law and Order. <laughs> dun, dun. Dick Wolf. On the next episode of Lubricated Ant, Bill locates his penis. No. I, I don't fucking know. You, we, 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 <laughs> the next episode of Lubricated Ant. <laughs> Beth kills Bill. Something like that. Let's see, uh, there we go. Um, there, okay, we're right there. <laughs> On the next episode of Lubricated Ant, is Bill? Did Beth kill Bill? What's in the hamper? And what's in the hamper in the camper? And what's the white stuff in front of her eyes? In a hole in the bottom of the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're done with this. Okay, so uh, cocktails out. Mm-hmm. <laughs>